have my uh, kinks worked out. So I'm going to try and do this video again. So we are going to see if there's anyone even here. So last night I tried to do a live stream where I showed a YouTube video. And it did not work at all for me. And I went over some, some details and realized that I wasn't sharing the audio of the video. So I'm not even sure how the sound uh, even got through. So, <clears throat> so we're going to start again. So guys, you have most likely seen this group. Hi, Steve from Toronto. Toronto with a hard T on the second T, right? <laughs> People just start asking me questions. Um, I'm not going to be answering too many random questions today. I'm trying to show you guys this particular video because I think it's important to establish what's going on with this character here. And so, um, if you guys watched my video yesterday, it's still up on YouTube, but I'm going to delete it from there too because it just went so poorly. Um, basically, on this new system I'm using, it's uh, you have to share the audio of the of the screen you're sharing, and so I didn't know that. So let's just watch this video together, so we can learn about who. Uh, Henry Hildebrandt is. Um, you may have seen him being um, persecuted, I will say, uh, by police in Alamer and, um, uh, you know, a church under him in, in, I believe, Steinbach, Manitoba. And what you have to understand is that these guys have some really weird teachings. And so for Christians to interact with these guys, we just need to be careful because I believe, as you'll see, they have a lot of control over their congregants and it's, 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 a, it's a very aggressive group. So this, this video is going to refer to them as a cult. Please make up your own decisions. I didn't make this video. I'm just showing it to you and we're going to talk about what's in it. You might have heard of Henry Hildebrandt in the news recently, a pastor from Aylmer, Ontario who claims to be fighting for the people's rights, but who is Henry Hildebrandt? And what is his Church of God restoration about? Many people have supported Hildebrandt in his protests against the government, but do not know who he is, or what his beliefs <clears throat> are. Publicly, Hildebrandt identifies himself as a pastor, but in the cult called Church of God restoration, he is known as an apostle, one of eleven, under the leadership so that is true he is a capital a apostle in his church high cliff uh everything seems to actually be working today as you can see so you don't need to go to bed and leave me stranded on an island by myself today just kidding um yeah so he is a capital a apostle in his group okay of their chief apostle ray tinsman Brother Hildebrandt's done some wild things. I'm talking about Brother Henry, the apostle. He's done some wild things. Good. It's been good, but there's been some wild. That brother be out preaching, holding the Christian flag. <laughs> With my blessing, by the way. 
Hildebrandt, a seemingly soft-spoken preacher can be an angry speaker at times, like when he spoke about a member who left his congregation. Hildebrandt actually wished... So obviously, what you just saw there from their leader, D. Ray Tinsman, is that he is laughing and joking about the fact that Henry Hildebrandt is out there calling himself a Christian with us, right? So, if you think I'm wrong about that, just go back and rewatch that part. Okay, you can find this video. You know what? When I repost this, I'll post the link to this video in the description. I didn't do that originally, so just pay attention. This former member would have a car accident. The day that they left, we severed our relationship, and it tore my heart in that sense. But I knew it had to be because I need to go back. They, some of them had a had a fairly deep place in my heart. Okay. We severed our relationship and haven't talked since. I have no interest. I have no interest in, in furthering or nurturing uh, what they're doing and wishing them all the best and, and hoping that, no, I don't wish them all the best. I wish that their wheels comes off. Well, I realize, I realize that this could be interpreted as hate speech. He discourages his followers from having pictures of their relatives who are not part of their cult. He says he does not want pictures in his house of one of So basically, if you leave their church or are removed, they treat you like you're dead. So that's interesting. His own sisters, who is not part of this cult. He tells his followers that they would be better off having pictures of dead people in their phones than of their own relatives. Listen, don't you ever dare show me a picture of your backslides little life. We have, as saints, zero interest in hanging up the family pictures in our homes with our backs. So this is kind of, and I don't mean to give Bev a hard time, but um, this is kind of what I was expecting. Um, so you can see, you may not believe in their church, but at least he stands against the government and their tyrannical mandates. It's not good to preach against another pastor. And the Holy Spirit is our teacher and guide. He leads us into all truth. So, what we have to understand is that uh, Henry Hildebrandt does not even call himself a pastor. That is simply not his title. He is in a capital. He is a capital A apostle at his church. So, understand that you can watch this video. You can research them. You can put it against the Bible. I'm just here to show you what Henry uh, actually teaches and what his people actually teach. So just please get through to the end of the video with me so that you can see what I'm talking about, okay? Just bear with me, all right? Um, and again, like I say, not a pastor. He is a capital A apostle, okay? So... People are saying that he's being punished like any other church and we need to support him. So what I'm trying to understand, what I'm trying to get you guys to understand is that when you see how they treat their congregants, they actually enslave and, and burden their people just like how the government is doing to the rest of us. He is not there. <clears throat> He's not there to help you. He is there to recruit members for his group. So that's what we're going to find, though. So just pay attention, please. Help me out. Send folks on there. 
do I really want? Do I really want to walk in my house that God has given me? Do I really want to walk in the house on a daily basis and admire these wicked people? My dear sister Trudy, if you're listening to this message, I have no picture hanging in my house from you. So I would say, I would say if you have a phone and you definitely want to have a picture of the backslidden person on there, then this is what you do. Go to the funeral home, the next funeral that you go to, take a picture of the dead person in the, in the casket and put that on your WhatsApp for your relative so that you can keep on saying it, seeing it. Uh, are, you, are you following me? Yeah. So just so I will remember that they have died. Okay, and then if at three o'clock in the morning you can't sleep and you want to look at a nice picture, bring up the WhatsApp picture and look at the person in the casket and see if that helps you to sleep. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I want to be reminded that this person has died, has died, has died. So if any. So when you leave their church or whatever it's called, you are now a dead to them. That is not the biblical way to deal with um, someone leaving your church or uh, being put under church discipline. You can read uh, Matthew 18, starting in verse 15. I have a Bible here, and it talks about how to be, how to properly deal with someone who is stuck in sin. So. Before we jump to conclusions in the chat, we need to keep looking at it. And and look, so one thing I agree with, um, as people are kind of flooding the comments, well not flooding, but as people are talking in the comments, I don't believe he should be closed in the, like I don't believe the government has the right to close his church either, right? The government doesn't have the right to close this building. That is not his jurisdiction. What needs to happen is that people that actually believe the Bible or have an issue with these controlling groups and controlling measures need to see that this is an alternative group that wants to control and enslave you the same way that the government thinks that it has control. Now, you'll notice something. See his dress? See how he's dressed? Everyone at their church dresses like that. You're not even allowed to wear anything but that outfit okay um jennifer asks was he arrested i uh, i do not believe so he has had his church closed um they were singing on the front lawn last week so they are being put under pressure so now what you're also going to see what you're also going to see right away as we go through this video is that they actually em uh, get their their members to empty out their bank accounts and give it to them and they withhold salvation over them so we're going to get to that but please for this section where henry's talking understand that that is um you need to read things like matthew 18 and how to deal with a factious man to deal with these issues biblically okay so we're going to keep going anyone is permitted to have any information on them, I'll tell you where to bring it. Bring it to the ministry, and the ministry will sift it through and see what the relatives should know about it. Hildebrand also claims he can forgive sins, and that he can decide if he forgives a person's sins or not. Brother, I have personally experienced in the very recent past 
where we are praying for somebody to be saved. And the Lord spoke to me during prayer and tell them and told me, tell them their sins are forgiven. I said, Lord, I, I don't I, I, I don't say that. I, the Lord said, I said, tell them, tell them that their sins are forgiven. I said, Lord, I will obey you. So I looked at the person. I said, your sins are forgiven. Thee. Oh, really? I said, yes, God said, I was supposed to tell you, your sins are forgiven. The Lord said, if you forgive their sins, they are forgiven. you want to stand up I'll be against the apostles in this time let me tell you something when the Lord tells us that your sins are not yeah I un uh, uh, sorry about that I uh, I left my I left my mic muted there so basically he has the ability to forgive sin that's what's happening yeah sorry about my audio I left it muted I got I got a little excited there <laughs> there you have it he has the ability to forgive sins you need to mark this group and avoid them he says he is fighting for freedom yet his followers do not have the freedom to have a facebook account or watch a youtube video unless it's from their own cult or they get permission from him he enforces a strict dress code on his followers. So pay attention to that. Who do you see on Facebook from them? You only see top leadership and you only see like the local leaders of church. And so another guy in the media is Tobias Tissen. He is from Steinbach. Not originally, obviously, but he is in Steinbeck, and his title, I believe, if you go look it up, is Prophet. So you have Apostle Hildebrandt and Prophet Tissen, right? That's a problem. Do his followers have the freedoms he claims to be fighting for? In reality, this fight for freedom is a publicity stunt by the Church of God Restoration, as this cult believes in a prophecy that in the final days, people from the outside, including from other churches will flock to their church, which they claim, is the one and only church you can find salvation in. With this publicity stunt, I have a donation. How does that work? Someone sent me a donation. I just need to look into this, see how... Hmm... 
I don't know where it goes to read it. So that's unfortunate. I know that you can send me a, a like a super chat. Oh, there it is. Uh, no, that is not it. Oh, well. It was Cliff that donated to me. Thanks, Cliff. Oh, there it is. That is hilarious. Uh, maybe he gave me... Did he give me... Did he give me a super chat? Testing. Buy me a coffee. There you go. He says, testing. Buy me a coffee. So that's how it's going to work, you guys. If you send me a tip on Streamlabs, I will go hunt out your comment and read it. So, test. Cliff says, buy me a coffee. My first super chat. Thanks, Cliff. This, uh, Chantel asks, this has no affiliation to, if you're talking about Pastor Archer's church, this has nothing to do with Pastor Archer's church. And then someone just asked, what... Are, were you saying about emptying bank accounts? Uh, yeah, it'll that'll get to that. Okay, so he's about to sh the video is about to talk about strict dress codes, things like that. On YouTube, Facebook, and WhatsApp, this cult hopes to recruit the people who join them in their protests, including congregants and pastors from other churches. In spring 2020, the cult initially started to make masks to give away to get some publicity, but then decided that protesting would give them more publicity and followers. The Church of God Restoration was founded by a man named Annie Lane. Lane, who died in 2011, claimed to be of a line of prophets going all the way back to the Old Testament. Members of the cult have also claimed he was the fourth angel mentioned in the Book of Revelation, and that people are saved through him. I want to tell you that Brother Lane held the seal. Amen. And if you, you remember, you remember, if you wanted to get saved, you got saved his way. Or you wasn't saved. Well, Brother Lane, I think this is, I think this is what the scripture says about salvation. No, come here. So I'm going to have to work on this Streamlabs thing because apparently it costs like a lot of money to, to send it through there. I didn't think I got charged with that when I did it for Sheila Gunn Reed. So people are saying like, so I'd love to put these comments up anonymously, but, uh, I'm just going to go over a comment I saw if I can find it. <clears throat> His followers may not be your cup of tea. But that's the beauty of freedom of religion. No one's being forced. Uh, yeah, so what I'm trying to tell you is that this religion is forceful. And once you're in, they abuse you and treat you like cattle. So it's not about being a cup of tea. It's about hurting people. This church hurts people. They're not here to help you. Why don't I invite him on? Sometimes the hypocrite are the ones who sit in churches. Yeah, so that's awesome. I mean, like, I don't go to... I'm not going to argue with people in the comments, honestly. It's fine. Like, you don't have to believe anything I'm saying. If you don't want to look for yourself, that's totally fine. Um, one thing I'll say is that... Um, 
uh, people having big families is not an issue. I saw that in the comment. So basically, what you're going to see is this guy talking about their original leader. Um, he says that he could withhold salvation too. You get saved the way that he says that you are saved. You believe exactly what he believes. And if you disagree with him, you're wrong and he's right. That's what this guy's talking about right here. You get in my way. And I'm right and you're wrong. And, and, and you know what? He was. And if you wanted to be right, you had to be right with him. If you want to be right, you had to believe what he believed. After Danny Lane's death, Ray Tinsman became the leader of the cult. Ray Tinsman and the rest of the leaders elected themselves as 12 apostles, claiming that part of the Bible is actually talking about them and not about Jesus' original apostles. I want to share with you real quickly that the names of these apostles of the Lamb are not talking about Peter, James, and John, and the original 12. It's not talking about that. It's talking about a different... So, here's Stephen Hargrave. He's literally saying that there's sections of the Bible uh, when it's talking about the 12 apostles. Um, it's only talking... It's actually talking about them as the 12 apostles, not the ones that are in the Bible. Uh, uh, you, right? So, that is not just a cup of tea issue. Right? One person it brings up um, I'm just I'm not sure what that comment means but basically yeah like let's just keep listening it's fine different 12 it's not disconnected because there's only there's one ministry one church and the spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets so there is no disconnection and we don't do wrong to refer to the original 12 but in context it's not talking about the original 12 this is talking about another 12 do you want to know the names one of the names is the the, the only name the name that is above all names on this so who do you think he's about to talk about who is the name above all names on this creature earth now that leaves us open for some interpretation but who do you think he's about to say who do you think he's about to refer to the king of the the governor of the world or something who do you think he's talking about do you think it's jesus should be jesus right creature earth. of god's creatures the governor of the world The judge of all this world is the chief apostle, our very own, Brother D. Ray Tinsman.
Sorry, I keep forgetting to hit the unmute. You know what, I'm just not gonna even touch the mute button anymore. I'm just gonna leave it alone, okay? I was just looking at, Cliff sent me another donation um, to test it. Do If you send me any donations, do not hit the extras. It will charge you for a $5.99 subscription fee, okay? Don't do it. Uh, you don't need to send me a funny GIF if you're gonna send me money through Streamlabs. Just, just let it happen. And now I owe Cliff about four or five bucks and stuff, I think, because he, because <laughs> he tested it for me. So let's pay attention. Give honor where honor is due, and I believe that I'm due some honor. Listen intently to that which I have to deliver to you. And if tonight you consider me as your leader, and I trust that you've looked beyond Washington, D.C., and I trust you've looked beyond Ottawa, and I trust you look beyond Mexico City and other capitals of the world, and that by now, through the preaching that you have heard in the past few years, that you've looked past that and you realize that your real leaders not only your real leaders, but the leaders of the world and that of deliverance won't come through Washington, D.C. and won't come through Ottawa or won't come through other capital cities of the world. But if there's going to be a deliverance to rise in this time, it's going to arise by the leaders that are in front of you. The cult's leadership went as far as telling their congregants to pray in the name of the cult's apostles in a sermon preached by John Friesen, one of their elders. I began to pray and I said, Lord, I come to you in the name of our chief apostle, Brother Ray Kinsman. The cult formally prohibited members from seeking medical help and still does to a large degree. In one case, one of their apostles, Elizabeth Opal, claimed that God had told her that he would heal one of their members who was ill. So before we get to this false healing stuff, um, that's a false teacher. Is it not? Someone said he's due some honor. Oh, fill your bucket full of money. Exactly. And you're going to see them literally say, we came for your money. They're literally actually going to say that. And so... Yeah, just, we're going to keep going. So now you're going to talk about how this would be a false prophecy. God spoke to one of their, I think she's their only female apostle. God spoke to her, told her a guy wasn't going to die, and then allegedly he died like a month later or something. We're going to hear it. And if he wouldn't, then God was a liar. And if this person would die, she would send a text message to the other apostles, and they would raise him from the dead. The Lord showed me that he's going to heal Brother Dietrich. He said, if I don't do it, I'm a liar. And when he told me that, I said, Lord, you're going to look real bad now unless you do something here for us. Thinking to myself already, I said, if Brother Dietrich dies, I'm going to send a text to the apostles. We're going to raise him up. This person passed away a few months after that claim was made. The cult's apostles all... So, people are asking, are they Mennonite? Uh, I believe they actually come uh, from Mennonites. I believe that, uh, that, I think his name's Billy, Billy Ray, the guy with the big white beard there. They showed the picture of the deceased leader. I believe uh, he came from 
being a Mennonite, but I, I, I'm not totally sure of the origins. There's this YouTube channel has a whole bunch of information and keep in mind, they put their opinions on stuff. I'm just, I'm just using this video because it has tons of raw audio of them talking. Also claim to have the authority to unsave members of the cult. This is their process of excommunicating and condemning members to hell as a form of discipline. The cult teaches that pastors have more spiritual authority over the wife and children than the husband. This is proven to be a useful weapon for the cult. There is a common practice of separating families when one of the spouses is a non-believer or leaves the cult. The pastors strongly encourage divorce in such cases, and even help to get restraining orders whenever possible. In 2019, the Apostle Stephen Hargrave went to northern Mexico to pressure a local congregation to give more money to the Apostles, and indicated that the cult was headed in a direction where the Apostles would manage the money of the members. And so tonight, we came to get some money. We plan on flying back tomorrow. Tonight we came to get some money. And you're going to hear him literally twist the concept that salvation is a free gift someone asks him when he says you need to give me money because you're not saved and his response is well you don't get saved by works but it's a good start that's what he's about to say with our pockets full of your money that's the lord's Ain't a lot of shouting now, but it's true. Amen. Now, remember what I said. You don't have to give it. But if you don't give it, we're not going to call you saved. So how much? If you don't give us the money, we're not going to call you saved. They have a, the power over life and death for the people that attend their church. How money are you talking about, brother? A lot. If you missed it, how much money are you talking about, brother? A lot. I'm being serious. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm being serious. I'm talking about a lot of money. Yes, Hundreds of thousands. Yeah. Tonight, brother? Tonight. I told somebody today, I told somebody today, you're not saved. I just told him that. And then guess what else I said? I said, if you want to get saved, you've got to write a check, a big one. I said, I, I, I thought you can't pay for salvation. You can't. That's just a good start. Do you see that? See how he twists it? He twists the concept that salvation is a free gift. The, the guy asks him, I thought you can earn salvation. You can't. But giving us this amount of money is a good start. That's what he said. So, look. Pray for these people. Pray that God would stop these men from talking that they would repent of their sin, they would turn from what they're doing, and they would sit down in a, in a church and be saved. And so I'm glad that, you know, Chantel in the comments, I'm seeing, I'm glad that you, you stuck around and you saw what I was saying. I'm thankful for you for listening. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it a lot. So, Look, the Bible says that there will be false prophets until Jesus Christ comes back and he's reigning over everything, right? First uh, Peter 2 says, But false prophets also arose among the people, just as there will also be false teachers among you, 
who will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the master who bought them, bringing swift destruction upon themselves, and many will follow their sensuality. And because of them, the way of the truth will be maligned, and in their greed they will exploit you with false words. Their judgment from long ago is not idle, and their destruction is not asleep. And so, there's more stuff. When we look... When we look at, I believe it's in First Timothy. I didn't. I'm just rolling with this now. But when we look at First Timothy, what does it say that about about false teachers coming in and manipulating women? Is that in First Timothy? Someone, someone will help me in 30 seconds when the delay gets through. So there's that comment. So we're gonna keep listening to Stephen. And put some of that money at the apostles' feet. What will happen when we do that? Well, then that will be at the, at, the, at the convenience of the apostles. Well, what will happen with my business? That's none of your business. In November 2020, the leaders announced... So there you go, guys. What did he say there? He said, at the last part, he said, Give us your money. Someone expressed concern... What about my business? And he said, that's none of your business. You want to talk about trying to take people's rights away? Oh, okay, sorry. It's it's uh, 2 Timothy 3. Thanks, Cliff. So I'm going to go there right now. Well, so think about this. One of my main points and one of the things that I've come to the conclusion on lately through the sermons that we've been being taught is that you have an inalienable human right to provide for your family, to be concerned for your family. These men, like the government that is so overreaching, are stepping into their congregants' personal lives and telling them how to live every aspect of their life and saying, don't worry about it, just give us the money you don't need to worry about it, as in they've got it under control, right? So, Cliff found a, the Bible verse for me. I'll just read it here. Actually, I'll post it, and it's probably, it might be a different translation, but uh, knowing Cliff, it might be in the LSB. So it says, But know this, that in the last days difficult times will come, for men will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, malicious gossips without self-control, without gentleness, without love for good, treacherous, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of, of God holding to a form of godliness but having denied its power that sounds like this keep away from such men as these for among them are those who enter into households and take captive weak women weighed down with sins being led on by various desires always learning and never able to come to the full knowledge of the truth so think about this um, allegedly they separate families they prey on families and separate them is this not praying um, is this not praying on a on a on a 
on a we on a weak woman coming into her house deceptively and manipulating her, turning her against the head of her household. If that's what they're doing, we need to we we need to deal with that. So there's someone in here just scrolling through the comments here. So someone is just saying I trust Devin more than than this other person. Don't trust me at all. If you claim to know Christ, check everything I say against the Bible. I'm not even giving you that many Bible verses. I'm I'm doing kind of commentary on this. Do do not look at me as as someone to be a reliable source. Read the Bible yourself. See if what they say is true. See if they, as leaders of a church, are able to demand money. Right? And so, maybe, who knows, maybe what they would do is go to Acts 2. Or, um, Acts 5, sorry. Uh, or Acts 4. Maybe they would go there and say, look, the, the apostles had money laid at their feet. Right? But it cannot that cannot be that cannot be a proof text, right? For that. Why? Yeah, so here you go. Acts four, starting in thirty two. This is what it says in the New Testament church with Acts, right? And the congregation of those who believed were of one heart and soul, and not one was saying that any of his possessions was his own, but for them everything was common. And with great power the apostles were bearing witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. For there was not a needy person among them, for all who were owners of land or houses would sell them and bring the proceeds of the sales and lay them at the apostles' feet, and they would be distributed to each as any had need. Now Joseph, a Levite of Cyprian birth, was also called Barnabas by the apostles, which translated means son of encouragement, and who owned a field, sold it, and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. So, what you're seeing is believers willingly giving the money to the apostles because they trusted them as leaders to then help who they would see, right? Like, they would meet the needs of the people, right? So, even if they use that section of scripture, that's not what they're doing. Stephen Hargrave is demanding money from his people or they're not Christians, Right? Announced a new plan. They asked their members to take out all their savings, including retirement savings, from their bank accounts, sell their houses and buy smaller ones, and hand their money over to the apostles. They were told that their chief apostle is better at managing a business than the members managing their money themselves. It's time we put our money where our faith is. We need your George Washingtons. If you So this is an interesting comment I'm just going to deal with. Um so 
in your Bibles, you will see that there are differences between newer translations and older translations. Those are called textual variants and occur naturally through the flow of handwritten comments. So, um, when people come into a chat and they start talking about changes being made in the KJV, even the KJV has a uh, textual variance in it with itself. Um, there are several KJVs that don't even read exactly the same. So if someone's going to come into this chat and argue that the KJV is the only Bible you can use, um, I would ask which one. And, and um, let's just deal with everything at the same time. Um, they're not using changed versions. Uh, in fact, most cults uh, like to use the KJV in America because it is... Um, Oh, it's not called fair use. It's public domain in America, and they can print them however they want and alter them however they want and put notes in it however they want. And so actually, generally speaking, cults use KJVs the most. Just a, just a side note. It's not about using a changed Bible version. Um, the Bible you have is most likely good. There are bad translations out there. But, um, but... But I'm not here to talk about King James Onlyism. If you want to learn anything about K King James Onlyism, I would recommend ordering the book, uh, The King James Only Controversy by James White. That's what I read when I first became a believer and stumbled into King James Onlyism. Or you can watch, he's got a debate on King James Onlyism, and he has tons of um, rebuttals and commentary on King James onlyism and why it is it is not true and also I would just say honestly the my favorite Bible translations are the English Standard Version and the New American Standard Bible and but if you want the text type from the KJV updated buy yourself a new King James Version it is a beautiful translation I love it and so we're gonna just I'm just going to go back here and see where we're at here. Believe this. If you Hold on. You don't believe this. Let's just I'm just going to rewind a bit. Yeah, right here. It's time we put our money where our faith is. Yes, sir. We need your George Washingtons. It's time to put your money where your faith is. I need your George Washingtons. He's about to tell them to empty out their their life savings accounts and give him the money. If you believe this, if you don't believe this, then please don't do what I'm about to say. But if you believe this, you need to empty out your IRAs and your 401ks. You say, well, if I take them out, then I'll have to pay a penalty. One thing I noticed when I was going through this yesterday is, did you notice, um, did you notice that uh, Stephen Hargrave here, it almost looks like he smirks a little. I, I mean, like, we can't know for sure, but I'm not going to lie. It definitely looked like he smirked. Look at him. Just And your 401ks. He you say, well, it. if I take them out, then I'll have to pay a penalty. Get it out. It's time to go for broke. Time to get them out. 
lamb at the apostles' feet. You don't have it anyway. See, so there you go. He's using Acts Acts 4 to abuse people and give them all their money. Um, and then he's going to say, you don't have it anyway. It's already all God's money, which, again, is an abuse of a biblical concept that all our money does come from God as a gift. Amen. With one little fair swoop of a pen, you won't get it either. And if you're going to get it, you better get it quick. Because soon, in one little move, it won't even be there. We need to sell some of our homes. Let's downsize. He just told them to downsize their houses. But so that they can then empty their bank accounts and give them more money not for their not for their self betterment so you know um say what you will about dave ramsey i don't know everyone's opinions here on him but i'm trying to follow the total money makeover right now and it's hard uh we failed at it we've done good at it but Basically, the concept is you pay off your debt, you live below your means, and so that way you can then help people even better. This is not that. This is drain your bank account, get yourself out of debt, lower your debt, give us the excess, trust us, we're here to help. Who does that sound like? Sounds like government overreach to me. There you go, Sylvia says, how is this different than the government? That's what I think. If you're against if you're against massive government overreach and abuse of power, these people are doing the same thing. They're just doing it to a smaller group and in individual little buildings, right? And their their reach is spread out to buildings all over two countries. Whereas a government just has a province or whatever, right? So, yeah, let's just keep going here. We're almost be done. Here anyway. It's only trouble from here out. Amen. Your thought of living. There you go. So here's what it is. It's give us all your money because the world's going to end soon. So this is a massive abuse of premillennial dispensationalism is what they're doing, honestly, but, but. But um, he's going to basically make the, he just made the argument that the end is coming. So just give us your money anyway. A luxurious life Amen. is over anyway. You're going to belong to somebody. You're going to belong to the king. You're going to belong to Bill Gates. Come on. Or you're going to belong to these folks. Yes, there you go. When Paul wrote Philippians. Did he say, you will believe in a man? Any man? So what's amazing is you have him make give you two choices. Either you're going to believe in Bill Gates, and you're going to be owned by him, or you're going to be owned by us. That's not the two options. They're in the same camp as Bill Gates or anyone else. Paul said 
this. Sorry, let me make sure. Ah, yes. And he says this in, in, in several of his letters, but in Philippians, it's just what I read. So, this is from the LSB translation. So it says, Paul and Timothy, slaves of Christ Jesus. That word there is doulos. It means slave. When you become a Christian, you are no longer a slave of the world. You are a slave to Christ. He owns you. No one else owns you. And yes, yeah, Sylvia, she's got it. I belong to God. Oh, I belong to God and no one else. Oh, I belong to God and no one else. Correct. We belong to Christ and no one else. This man has given you two options that you are just putting your faith either in the system of the world or their little system of a mini world where they own you and they take everything from you. Just like the government that the governments that we're now uh, dealing with who are stepping into our lives and dictating to us every aspect of our lives. This is the same thing. Not suggesting you to go homeless. I'm not even suggesting you'd have no comforts. But I'm suggesting to go for broke. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In March of 20. That is very like much like the word of faith, by the way. Sell out. Step out in faith. Give us all your money. Go for broke. And I'm, I mean, I don't know. I didn't hear any like offer of reward there, but I don't know. We'll see, right? So let's see what happened with this Jacob Braun character. There's more. 2020, Jacob Braun, one of the 12 apostles leading the their congregation in Steinbach, Manitoba, sent out an audio message to his congregants, denouncing many of the cult's false teachings and evil practices, stating that he was no longer willing to be part of those practices. Soon the audio was leaked, and Ray Tinsman found out about it. Braun was then summoned to a long interrogation session, his wife and kids were temporarily taken from him, and he was forced to record another audio and videos. So obviously I can't confirm this, I don't know anything about Jake and Braun, Jacob Braun, but, you know, this is something that we have to research ourselves, right? Stating that he had been wrong about the statements in his original audio message, that he had been possessed with an evil spirit, and had been living in adultery which according to people aware of the situation, was not the case. Jacob Braun was of course not allowed to return to his local congregation, and was prohibited to speak to anyone about the situation. He is believed to have been ordered to move close to the cult's headquarters in the USA, to receive punishment and retraining. This is a summary of what Henry Hildebrandt and the Church of God Restoration Cult are about. Please alert others. went into another video but that's okay I'm gonna just exit that and there I am oh I'm frozen 
I don't know if you guys can see, but I'm frozen on my screen. Hey, so something that's really interesting is um, because Cliff donated 250 look, I have a little tick in my tick box now. How cool is that? Anyway, guys, so, you know, if you get the opportunity to talk to anyone from this group, explain the gospel to them. That is what's super important here, is... Oh, someone is arguing with me, and I can't see it. So, um, all Bibles are being changed. Okay, so, so this person's not arguing about King James only, as I'm just gonna put it up and see what we got here. You're wrong, Devin. I've been saved for 30 years. By the way, when I put these names up, do not go harass these people, if or anything like that. Don't get into debates or argue. Um. Please, I'm not King James only. All Bibles are being changed. We were warned in Amos 8.11. Warned us about those who changed or added one to this work. Translations were put out there as a distraction. Each new copy, right, was changed 15%. Holy Spirit said that... No, okay, so... You can literally look at translations and look at who's on the translating team and and see the work that they're doing. We have thousands of Greek manuscripts for the New Testament to look at and compare. Um, that's the you, Your Bible translation is trustworthy. If you have one of the main literal translations, your Bible translation is trustworthy. <clears throat> so, oh, so, um, Sylvia, I will try to... Um, put the oh you know what I can put the link in the comments right now. Um, let's just see if I can still do that. Uh, it's I don't have a mouse. I'm just using my touchpad. So just bear with me as I navigate doing that for you guys. So. And Coming over, and here we go. Paste. So I have posted the link in the comments. Hopefully you guys can find that. I will put it in the... I will add it to the description of the YouTube video when it uploads, and I'll see if I can put it in the description of the Facebook video as well. I'm not sure if I can. Uh, I think I can, but I'm just not tech savvy, obviously. So... I should probably say this at least once. Bro, here's the thing. These guys are are scary. And I think that if you search the text of the Bible, you will see that they're not teaching um, in alignment with that. And if you're not a Christian, please understand that this affects you. These people are going out into the public and and, you know, they're they're linking arms with the freedom movement and um i just i want the people in the freedom movement to love love jesus and to follow christ okay um i love you guys i care about you guys that's why i, I try to go to the events 
That's why I interact with police the way I do. That's why I interact with you guys the way I do. It's because I love you. I care about you. And you have inalienable human rights that were given to you by God. And, and those rights have been infringed upon. You have been created in the image and likeness of God. And no one has the right to try and take away your right to provide for your family or to sustain yourself the way you see fit. And I would ask you to turn to the God who has created you. Turn to the God who can spare you of your sins, save you from your sins. Jesus Christ lived the perfect life that you can't. He came, he came to earth and he was the sinless sacrifice for, for our sins, for all who would believe on him. You must believe on his death, burial, resurrection. When you believe on that, on that sacrifice that he did for you, you will repent of your sin, turn away from it, and you will turn to Christ, and you will want to follow him forever. So, in closing, guys, believe the gospel. It is the only thing that can give you peace through this time. Until I see you guys again, which will probably be tomorrow for my normal Tuesday night thing, I am signing out.